Well, hello there, my friends. Welcome to the Locums Strategist Podcast. I'm your host, Simon Parsons, and I want to say thank you so much for joining me here today. I am absolutely passionate about what I do, which is working with physicians and helping them achieve a greater work-life balance. I call this lifestyle design through locum tenens. I want you to take control of your skill set. I want you to make the money that you want to make, whether that's to pay down bills, to buy something special for you, or to have a better work-life balance where you are able to do the things that you want to in life. Ultimately, I think that's what we all want is more freedom. And I think that healthcare these days can be very constrictive for so many people. I keep hearing so much about physician burnout and how pressed people are when it comes to work. 70, 80 hour work weeks, that is not normal. It's not sustainable. And I want you to be able to take control of your life and use locums to help you do that. Hopefully you caught the episode that I did with trauma surgeon Dr. Omar El-Sheikh where he was able to share how he actually makes more money as a locums than in a permanent position and has the time and freedom to do what he wants and spend as much time as he wants with his family. No more missed performances that your kids are doing and being able to be with them on the holidays. So make sure you give that episode a listen if you haven't already. So on today's episode, I wanted to dive into rates, whether that's the bill side, meaning what the client sees when they decide to commit to locum tenens usage, as well as physician compensation. I think this can be a very mysterious topic. And not only that, but I know there's a lot of people out there that feel like they are getting screwed over when it comes to rates. It may appear on the outside that this locums agency is just coming in and taking a big old profit, jacking up rates so that the physician can go in there and do all the work. And, uh, you know, it's not really the entire picture. And I wanted to give you some context behind that today. Not only that, but I wanted to give you some rate negotiation strategies that you can implement so that you can get the best rates possible for yourself by partnering with your locums agency. So today's episode, I'm going to cover how rates are structured and give you context to things that you might not see. I'm also going to talk about some of the myths around compensation. I'm going to help you understand how to create leverage for higher rates. And the last thing is I want to teach you how to partner with your representative or your agency to make sure that they are working in your best interest. All right, my friends, let's dive into this episode. But I wanted to start out with diving into a few myths that I hear out there when it comes to locum tenens work and compensation or rates. The first thing that I hear about, and the reason why I really want to slay this is it can't feel good if you have this mindset or if you have this thought, but there's physicians that I talk to that honestly, they feel like they're just getting ripped off by locum, locums agencies who just want to make money off of their back. And I'm going to explain all that goes into a client's bill rate in just a second, because there's a lot of pieces that are a part of that, but it may not appear to that. So while I can totally understand that a physician could feel that way, I don't think it feels good and it's definitely not true. So I'm going to give you some context behind that. The other thing that I wanted to say is that any business that is doing well, especially a business that has been in, in you know, been around for decades, they must be solving some type of a problem, right? If you can solve a problem and the bigger problem there is, the more money that anybody can make, and that includes a physician helping out with coverage, and that that's how business is generated is by solving problems. And when it comes to hospitals and needing coverage, the problem that a locums agency solves is they do all the recruiting, they do putting the assignments together, 
finding physicians that are qualified, getting them insurance coverage, malpractice coverage, getting them ready for an assignment, taking care of the travel, all that stuff goes into it. And a lot of times that's really tough for a hospital to be able to do. They simply don't have the resources or the know-how or the people to be doing higher level locums recruiting. And same with on the physician side. If a physician wants to make some extra money by moonlighting or doing uh, locum tenens work, certainly they could find a way to reach out to hospitals and find the decision maker and find a way to get malpractice coverage. But for most people, it's easier to have a locums agency handle that. Just like for me, I could be out there mowing my lawn and doing all my landscaping, or I could hire somebody to do it. Yeah, it's kind of expensive to do that, but really my time is better invested on working in my business or on my business, right? And same with accounting, like I could be doing all my accounting work by myself, but there's a point where it becomes too complex and I'm gonna get a lot more value by focusing on my skill set and the things that I do well and outsourcing that. So that's what Locum Tenants Company does. Okay, the second myth that I hear about is the higher the physician's rate, the more commission the rep will make. That's actually not true and I'll explain rates in just a minute. The third myth that is out there, I think this isn't just in locum tenens work, but in general, when it comes to ne negotiation, a lot of people feel like it's a push-pull, meaning if I win, then you're gonna lose. And if you win, then I'm gonna lose. So a lot of times, just the topic of rate negotiation can make people dig their heels in. But I'm a firm believer that everybody can win in this scenario. In fact, I've done very well as a locums recruiter by having a win-win-win mindset, meaning I want the client to win, I want the physician to win, and of course, I need to come through for myself and for my company. That's part of my job, is to make money for this company, right? We are all in it to make money, but I think this is why there can be a disconnect, right? If you think about it, the client, they wanna pay the lowest rate possible, and that isn't necessarily a good thing, especially if they're paying really low rates to get people who are not qualified to do the job, right? That's a big blind spot when it comes to rates. Another one is like the physician obviously wants to feel well compensated. And like I said, you, as a physician, you don't wanna feel like you're being taken advantage of. And then also the locums rep wants to, you know, get their cut too. If most reps are working on a commission, so they're doing a lot of this legwork, reaching out, making the cold calls, making the connection. So they need to be compensated as well but I'm gonna teach you a trick uh, to make all of this work together very seamlessly. All right, next up, we're gonna demystify locums rates both on the client side as well as the physician side. So the physician is going to get paid a certain amount for their time. I'm not gonna to go too deep into the way that rates are structured because every specialty has different types of shifts and different types of pay structure, but let's just call that the physician pay. The other side of that is the client's bill rate. So myth number one, I talked about how sometimes physicians will hear that the locums agency pays the doctor and marks it up twice as much and then hands the bill to the client and they're not doing a whole lot. So let me give you some context about what is involved when it comes to the client's bill rate. So higher level, the bill rate includes the doctor's pay. It also includes malpractice coverage and then the margin for the locums company. And when I break this down to you, you're gonna see what I mean. So malpractice coverage is not easy for a hospital to just go get coverage for a weekend of locums 
or for two weeks of coverage. And that's where the locums agency can really start to add some value is they're able to cover and free the hospital and the doctor up from liability for these smaller sets of locums coverage. Okay, well, this malpractice coverage is going to account for about 25 to 44% of the physician's pay. So a doctor may hear that, we're just gonna use some round numbers just for simplicity, but let's say the doctor is getting paid $1,000 and they're hearing that the client is getting paid $2,000. It's easy to think that the locums agency is just coming in here and doubling, marking it up double and taking the, all that profit. But what they're not seeing is 25 to 44% of that $2,000 is going to pay for malpractice coverage. So in that scenario, the $1,000 that the doctor's getting paid, 250 to $440 of that is going to go to covering the insurance for that locums assignment. And some places like Florida can be extremely expensive when it comes to malpractice coverage. They're highly litigious areas. Now, after you take out that 25 to 44%, that leaves about 75% to 56% margin for the locums company. Well, here's the thing is there's a huge team involved when it comes to locums coverage. If you listen to the last episode where I basically walked you from start to finish when it comes to locums assignment, you have people working in travel. You have people doing credentialing for the hospital, people who do credentialing with the locums company, the recruiter that works with the hospital and also the physician rep. Then you have a licensing team and then there's leaders that are part of it. And then of course, the locums agency does need to make a profit. So what seems like a locums agency coming in and marking up the doctor's rates <laughs> by 200% and then taking half the profit, that's not entirely true. So hopefully that breakdown gives you some more context behind how uh, client bill rates are structured. Let's talk about some ways that you, as a physician, can create some leverage to get the best possible rates when it comes to you providing locum tenens coverage. Let's talk about a couple of business principles that we need to understand when it comes to creating some more leverage. The first thing that you need to understand is market forces. What I mean by that is supply and demand. So some specialties have a lot of jobs out there that they're having a hard time filling. We'll call that a job heavy market. And in that type of an environment, it's much easier to ask for higher rates because the clients are having a harder time filling their jobs. The other side of that is a physician heavy market where there's a lot of people out there that are looking to do locums work and maybe rates aren't the primary motivating factor. For example, a lot of times I talk with physicians and general surgery is a pretty big market. So a lot of times I'll see people they might be in a situation where they're retiring and then they do that for about three weeks and then they find out they're absolutely bored and they just want to get in there and do some part-time coverage. They don't want to work full-time. Money isn't the primary motivating factor and it's such a large specialty that that kind of keeps rates fairly static. So you have to learn how to find problems to solve to be able to push rates up. So that brings me to the other point. The other market force that you need to keep in mind is solving actual problems, right? So if it's a physician heavy market, we, we have certain situations that we want to look for that we that allow us to push rates a little bit higher for you as somebody who's doing locums work. A couple of ideas that come to mind, and these are a couple of strategies that I love to use with my physician. But before I dive into these, I just wanna say that I don't look at negotiation as this push pull. 
I want to find a win for the physician that I'm working with. I want to win, find a win for me and for my company. And I also want to make it a rate that uh, the client can work with. If those three things can come together, then we have a deal. So I'm in very good communication with the physicians that I work with. And I kind of see myself as, you know, I'm a partner. I'm a consultant. You are in the driver's seat. I tell you what the market looks like. I advise you. But ultimately, you're in the driver's seat. If you want to push rates higher, I can tell you what that's going to look like and how, you know, we might be able to win with that strategy or how it might hurt us and we might not be able to get confirmed. So I look at myself as kind of like a co-pilot with the physicians that I'm working with and educate them and advise them from the position that I see things. So here's a few ways that we I've found that I can push rates higher. Number one, I love calling this incumbency. Here's the thing is if you get into a hospital and you find it to be a good fit and you go in there and crush it on your locums assignment, they are going to want to have you back. So sometimes what that might look like is on the front end, we keep rates you know, more on a, a rate where we see higher confirmations. I call this the sweet spot. So we have a lot of data of what that looks like, but I can help a physician find the sweet spot where they're most likely to get confirmed. This may seem like an average rate, but on the back end, there's a lot of business that can occur. If you get in the door, if you beat out the competition, those other locums agencies or other doctors who are being presented for that job, what I wanna do is get you confirmed. Once you're in there and you go in there and crush it, this gives me the opportunity to negotiate higher rates after we've already gotten you in and you've built those relationships, you know what the facility's like, you wanna go back and they wanna have you back. That gives me a lot of leverage. Another way that you can leverage is when there's urgent situations that come up. Holidays or assignments that come up on short notice, those are an excellent way to ask for higher rates. Another thing that you can do is ask your locums recruiter which jobs are going unfilled. This is a really good way to leverage rates to go higher is to find out which are the hardest to fill jobs. Now, luckily, we have things like the IMLC, which gives you access to working in half of the United States. And hopefully, if you have a pathway to getting your letter of qualification through the IMLC, you take advantage of that or you have a rep who is encouraging that as a strategy. But if you open up your footprint, you're going to see a lot of a lot more opportunities that you, that you basically given yourself a bigger market to work with. So what I would do is I would get with your locums rep and ask them, what are the hardest to fill jobs and how can I go in there and fill those? But at the same time, how can we get my rates a little bit higher for being able to solve that problem? Another strategy that can work when it comes to keeping rates a little bit higher is if locums isn't an absolute necessity for you, if you aren't relying on that income and you're willing to wait around, it could be a good strategy to just start with higher rates. So here's the deal is sometimes you're not going to get confirmed for assignments because you're simply going to price yourself out. But when you're in that position, when you have that bargaining power, there's going to be times where clients are willing to pay a higher rate to bring you on. And just understand that you aren't always going to win out on every deal and you might want to be presented more often. And this is a conversation that you're going to, have, going to want to have with your recruiter to make sure that they are on board and they clearly understand what your situation is. One thing for me is I really want the physicians that I work with to be on board and engaged with an assignment. I think it's a really bad idea to try to lowball physicians, especially somebody where they don't necessarily need to make that money. I do not want to try to get them committed at a lower rate where they're less than enthused, where they're not engaged, where it doesn't light them up. I want them to feel 
like they are getting something of value, feel like they are well compensated. So sometimes, you know, what that looks like is a physician, they aren't necessarily needing locums, but for the right amount, they'd be willing to do it. So as long as I have a really good conversation with the physician on what that looks like, we can create a strategy that we can work with around that. Couple more ideas that I wanted to throw out there for you when it comes to rates, and then I'm gonna wrap up this episode, but number one is rates can be, you can get creative with rates is what I'm gonna say. So it's hard for me to give you exact examples because every specialty is different. There's different types of rate structures. There's also different types of shift, but quick example is in my specialty, when it comes to a 24 hour call shift, how we structure those rates is we typically have a base rate for the physician to be on call. And the client typically expects two to four hours to be included with that. And then there's an overtime rate. So what I can do is if it's a highly competitive environment, I might want to find that sweet spot where there's the highest likelihood of us getting confirmed on the front end. But I might still be able to push for higher rates on the back end by having a higher overtime rate or including less hours. So hopefully you work with a representative that is able to think creatively and work with you on getting the best possible rates that you deserve. Last thing I would say is for me personally, I'm not looking for the most amount of margin. I'm not looking for the biggest piece of pie. What I'm looking for is I wanna build long-term relationships with the physicians that I work with. I want sustainability, I want repeat business. So hopefully the representative that you're working with understands that relationship can be a long-term recurring relationship and hopefully that gives them the motivation to be as flexible as possible and look out for you and your best interest. All right, my friends, I'm gonna wrap up this episode. I am wishing you an amazing day and thank you again for tuning in. Please share this episode with somebody who could use this message.